Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, America. Dave Hodges here of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. It's always a privilege and a pleasure to come before you. And uh, we have a really important show for you today. We're going to take a look at uh, current events. And I'm going to be asking our guest, Doug Diamond, uh, some questions about his interpretation uh, biblically, scripturally, of what's going on. Because I think if we're really looking for a barometer to try to find our equilibrium, I think it's going to be in the scripture. But, wow, things are so convoluted today. I think even the most uh, literate of biblical scholars could say, I'm a little confused and <laughs> and I need time to figure this out. And uh, it just it's it's scary. It's not enough anymore just to know your Bi- know your Bible. I think you have to be able to study your Bible and be able to apply it. And although we're not strictly a religious show because we cover secular issues as well too, you do need to know. And I've been very open about this. This is a show that's um, hosted by um, a decidedly Christian person. Uh, doesn't mean that we discriminate. Doesn't mean we exclude people because of their belief systems. Because I'm also an American, we all have to answer for ourselves at the end of days. And if you're not harming anybody, I, I try not to judge based on what the Bible tells me about not judging. But my gosh, it's so hard not to judge with some of the perverse immorality going on today. And we're going to get into all that with Doug. Um, first, I need to let you know that we've got three spots. I'm going to. We're going to do all our commercials right at the, the top of the hour here, our live reads. And it's about food and water, first of all. And we had the water shut off, the water filters. And then a third party intervened. They said, well, Dave, we do have the Alexa Pure Pro water filters in the pipeline, and you can be the exclusive vendor for the nation until they're gone. And that's what I am. I'm the exclusive vendor until they're gone. And when they're gone, they're gone. The Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter is number one. The research is at the site, waterwithdave.com. You can see all that. They haven't raised their prices, but there is a limit. Um, we have five, because if you have to forage for water because of a cyber grid takedown, you're going to need to think about volume of water, and one device won't get it. One device is better than no devices, but you better hope it doesn't get stolen, broken, and you don't have a lot of people that you need to give fresh water to, because you'll be able to scavenge water. 
would you be able to scavenge water and serve it safely well not without a good water filter so go to waterwithdave.com and i encourage you to make multiple orders while you still can and as far as i know they haven't put limitations on that the other thing i want to talk to you about here is your food situation doug casey said america is going to be starved into submission i'm paraphrasing what he said but that's effectively what he meant and he called the ruling class the bolsheviks and i'm shocked He's never jumped into this territory before. He just strictly economic advice and analysis and one of the top guys in the world on this. And he called our ruling class the Bolsheviks. And what did the Bolsheviks do? Well, they starved how many millions of Ukrainians to death? I believe that's the fate they have for us. They're going to bend us to their will. And the more you're outside the system, the better you are. So you better get the storable food. And again, our competition, which I wish wouldn't happen, a lot of them are out of business now. We're still humming and producing and delivering on time. No price increases. There is a sales, still sales on three of the various types of packages you can get. Go to preparewithdave.com. That's preparewithdave.com for more information. And then finally, I just closed a deal two weeks ago with Noble Gold. And they don't just do gold. They do gold, silver. They do all kinds of variations. They can bulletproof your IRA and your 401k. And this is something you need to look at. If you leave your money in the bank with rising debt and the world running from the reserve currency called the dollar, it's not going to be long. I don't know how long the dollar is going to last, but I know of no economist worth his salt, including uh, Doug Casey, including Robert Kiyosaki, including E.B. Tucker. They're all saying the same thing. The writing's on the wall. So you need to leave money in the bank to operate on a monthly basis but whatever's in the bank you need to be prepared to lose it and noble gold can help you have a softer landing and help you get outside the system as much as you can of course once the digital's here and we're going to talk about that with doug once the digital is here <laughs> kind of some of the bets are off but if you have gold and silver you can be outside the system to a large extent and so ladies and gentlemen this is going to be commercial free for the rest of our time together but I really hope that you take advantage of these three items. I wished I didn't have to advertise them, but I fear greatly you're going to need to have all three of these items. Doug, welcome to the show, my friend. These are indeed dark days, but uh, as long as we walk with the Lord, we shall not fear anything, right? So true, so true. Thank you, Dave, for having me back. It's great to be back on the well, Common Sense Show. Yeah. Well, it's really great to have you back here. You really kind of rocked our world with uh, your analysis of end days and possible calendar projections and we're going to certainly revisit that at some point in time but i want to start with the most obvious thing just to get your take on it from uh, your biblical worldview and that's the digital currency the digital id the id has to come before the currency that everybody says that in fact uh, uh the eu just passed a law yesterday um and it's called the e small e id act it's a combination of internet censorship and by the way obama and hillary clinton lobbied the eu for this i can't believe i was reading this and the e id act basically says you have to have an id to get on the internet i think that's just the first step for a digital id for everything and then of course the west is going to embrace digital currency so uh, let me just throw it back to you and have you run with this from your perspective on how you see this yeah well all that is sort of i think to be expected because we are seeing it all play out exactly the way that i've been talking about it and others like anthony patch and and people that i follow their good work um 
They've been talking about it for a year plus. That's what the Great Reset is about. They're going to yes. bring this this digital system in, and lo and behold, all the people that have already taken the bioweapon injections already have the operating system in their body to mate with this quantum computer-driven system that is on the verge of happening, being rolled out anytime, whenever the reset happens. Which, in my opinion, the reset will happen probably following some sort of a nuclear exchange, which I've been talking about for a long time. Or a fake nuclear exchange. In other words, I don't put it past this administration to fake a nuclear event to blame Putin to widen the war. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. That is that we are the our our government is the kings of false flags. So that that would not surprise me one bit. I would say the Democrats, uh, and add George Bush in there, but yeah, um, yeah. the Democrats are well known for this, and and uh, I, you know, when I when I hear that something bad, like chemical or nuclear, is going to happen in Ukraine, I don't immediately ascribe it to Putin, and I'm not a Putin supporter. I think he's a thug. He's ex-Russian KGB, ex-Russian mafia that what the KGB grew into after the Soviet Union fell. And he kills reporters who fight against him, and he kills opposition members. So I do not support him, but he's actually closer to helping his people than our leaders are to helping their people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Russia is sort of a a thuggery of all, of sorts, kind of its own mafia. But mm-hmm. I mean, it, it would it would almost be better to some degree to have the mafia running things than it would to have the globalists running things because they want to kill everybody whereas the mafia they're only caring about they, they care about lining their own pockets and, and making sure they can stay in power which is kind of what you're describing with putin you're right about the uh, depopulation goals of uh, of the globalists you know it's interesting and, and and i can't really find any scriptural reference for this i know there's a lot for digital idea which i know we'll get into is a precursor for mark of the beast but i look at what Putin's doing, gold-based ruble, and then I look at what we're doing, digital, and I'll, I'll tell you this, Doug, and I've been very open about this, I've actually been commissioned to do an investigative TV series on um, foreign investment uh, to non-digital countries. In other words, I'm looking at Belize, um, I'm looking at uh, Costa Rica, Ecuador, Uruguay, uh, St. Kitts. I don't really want to go into Europe because I think war will consume the entire continent fairly quickly. But I'm looking at some banks that are reputable, solid, and governments that are emerging and want investment and won't want to bite the hand that feeds them because the digital will go the way of Trudeau. If you do or say anything we don't like, if you're a Christian or you have a convoy to our capital, we're taking everything you own because you're in the digital system. So I'm looking to not just diversify with gold, silver, Bitcoin, and so forth. I'm looking to diversify some of my holdings in foreign markets because I fear the digital. And back to Putin, his gold-based ruble, all of Latin America is going with him. A lot of people don't know this yet, but Latin America is making definitive moves in that direction. And leading the way is Mexico because they're going to be the world's leader uh, before much longer in silver. And I'm looking at this and I'm saying that's a far better economic system than digital. It's not as repressive and it's based on economic principles at work. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree. The, the Bible does talk about the, the mark of the beast system, and I think that is what is being, you know, basically unrolled yeah. in front of us. Yes. And this digital ID system and the, the Great Reset and the monetary system going all digital, um, I think that's going to be rolled out very soon, and they're going to try and get everyone on this system. If you want access to your money, you have to take the mark, which is, in my opinion, it is the... You know, the the vaccine is the, uh, um, oh, I guess you call it the bioweapon injection, you know, because that's really what it is. It's it's an operating system, and that's what ties into the blockchain system that ties into the quantum computers that allows you to have access to your funds, to be able to travel, to be able to do anything. So going around that system, you know, if that's possible, then certainly that's the way all of the, the believers out there who realize that that's what we're, that's the the inevitability of where we are now that's it's being unrolled so once you realize that as a believer and you haven't taken the injection to me what you're describing would be a, a really good option for some of us you know yeah but the problem is putin's running it i mean that's what scares me yeah see when True. i say i support what he's doing economically people say oh you support putin no i don't but what he's doing promotes much more freedom and less tyranny than a digital system which really is is the antichrist Right, and that's that's what really frightens me. So that's why I'm looking into foreign countries, and I realize, and, and I'm probably going to settle on five. And it's not that I'm a wealthy man, but I'm going to take what I have and probably divide it five ways, because I find countries that don't require huge uh, in, investments to start a residency uh, move, and uh, like in Ecuador, you can do residency uh, just with a college degree. Uh, there's mm -hmm. different levels in these countries, as I'm finding. And I know I'm only staying one step ahead of the burning bridge, but I'm kind of counting days until Jesus returns. <laughs> yeah, that makes that makes total sense to me. You know, anything we can do to protect ourselves is, is what we should do. We should certainly seek out the Lord first and foremost in the scriptures, you know. Well, um, I, he does say he yeah. he does say that that he will causeth all to have a mark. So I think there's there's like I said before a certain inevitability about it in some ways, but that doesn't mean we can't have other alternative monetary systems and platforms out there available. Well, if we run for the hills, you would think we'd have some kind of system in place. Yeah, God's not going to leave us stranded. He's no. going to provide for sure. So. Exactly, and I think God was sending me messages when I was young, and and I know this is kind of a reach, but you know you have this knowing in your heart, and um, I'm. You probably don't know this about me, but on my dad's side of the family, I'm the descendant of uh, German Germans who escaped Hitler. And they had two, and they were very intelligent people. They had two distinctive lines in the sand. One was economic and one was political. And I'm following this. I grew up hearing this stuff from my grandmother, my great-grandmother, my great-aunt. I heard all this stuff about yeah this is what we did and this we sent the money to london when we saw this happening and, and i said well, what was that cause and they said well when they started firing jewish professors and jewish bankers they said it won't be long till they get around to us so let's get our money out of the country and then when they started to actively persecute and burn down businesses and so forth they said we're out of here and so they had these they had a political line in the sand and they had an economic line in the sand and I'm, I'm telling you there's something else going on too in america i think we've started a spiritual line in the sand let me just give you one example and i want you to run with this in the lockdowns 
uh, in states like California and um, other communist-run governors would let uh, the casinos stay open, the strip clubs stay open, their own state-run health clubs for their employees to stay open, but churches couldn't meet. And I believe that's really the beginning of the absolute mark of Christian persecution. Yeah, I totally agree. That, I mean, that that's about as flagrant as it gets. You know, you can't. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time the common sense show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow for example they've got half off my pillow bed sheets more than half off their slippers their sandals their mattresses their topper covers women's lingerie now, they have extremely great products as you all know Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. You you can't, as a business, be open. You're not relevant. You're not, um, you know, you're not uh, any sort of um, business that matters if unless you are doing illegal things and, um, you know, really shady questionable type things then you can stay open and then you can have income so it makes total sense that they would they would uh, roll this system out 
as a persecution to Christians, first and foremost. I totally agree. Well, Doug, let me share with you what I have found in my investigation, um, and then get your reaction. But I think this is going to shock you, the second part of this. The first part of this, you can still leave with your money. You can go and have residency in another country, but we're the only country in the world that requires its citizens to pay taxes no matter where you earn money in the world. We're the only ones that do that. So if you went to St. Kitts, for example, and you had a laundry business, you would have to pay taxes to the federal government as well as to St. Kitts. Mm -hmm. Um, Although there are programs in foreign countries that they want American expats, and they'll actually lower or even eliminate income tax. But that doesn't change the fact we have a corrupt tax system that takes advantage. But here's the biggest thing I found. There are an estimated fifty to 60,000 Americans that have had it with our tax policies and what Biden's doing. And so they have applied to become expatriated. It used to cost nothing. Now on paper, I believe it's four, or it's either four or $5,000. But that's not the biggest part. The biggest part is they're not processing any of these requests anymore, and they're using COVID. And what I think they're trying to do is, we don't care if you leave, but you're not leaving with your money. We're still going to tax you and extradite you if you don't pay. Were you aware that that was going on? No, but it doesn't surprise me in the least. I mean, the the people running this show in this country are so unbelievably corrupt, and the IRS is a reflection of that. Uh, You know, that makes total sense that they would want to keep the money and not really care where you go. I don't think they want you to leave either, but COVID has been the the absolute, like, that's been the excuse for everything. You know, COVID, COVID is a, certainly a great deception, in my opinion. Well, you, boy, that's a good, that's a great way to put it. Uh, you know, for years, I used to write editorial saying, I wouldn't expatriate, I'm going to stay here to fight. This is the hill I'll die on. And now I've changed, and I'm having to justify to people who've known me for years on why I'm changing, but the government is saying, we can control your religion, we can stop you from worshipping, they have also said we can stop you from becoming an ex-citizen, and we can do anything we want with your money in the country once the digital system arrives. To me, they're telling me that they're our enemy. They don't support us. The social credit score, I mean, that's what's coming. China's perfected it, and they're trying to roll it out here. Well, it's not China, I think. I know China has it. It's Google. Google gave it to China. Right. And now it's coming here, so really Google is at the heart of all of it. Yeah, but they want to roll it out here, kind of is my point. And that that might be part of the Great Reset. You know, you say things that are unapproved, then you don't get access to your money. They're just going to shut things off. That's where, that's where it seems to be headed. That's why I'm telling people to get out of the banks. But once you're in a digital system... You can probably trade and barter, and you can use your gold and silver. Yeah. But, but outside that, you still got to walk into a store and make a purchase, and then you're back in the system. Yeah, that's true. You know, unless unless there are some store owners, shopkeepers here and there who are Christian-run, who won't have anything to do with the system and growing their own food or whatever, and then taking it and selling it. I don't know. I mean, it's going to be interesting how it unfolds for sure. But, Those people uh, will be treated as the modern-day cocaine dealers. Yeah, they will. Yep. Yeah, I mean, they'll they'll be DEA strike forces against, I can hear it now, they're the food hoarders, keeping food from you and your family, but we're here to protect you, and we're stopping them from selling food. Mm-hmm. Never mind that if you've taken the Mark of the Beast, you can go to Kroger and shop all you want, except for empty shelves, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't Isn't that the case? Okay, well, those are some of my current events concerns that come up. 
what lights your fire here in terms of uh, outside of what we just talked about? Well, we um, last time you and I spoke on this show was about almost exactly 11 months ago. And since then, you know, I've been kind of watching, seeing how things play out. I've made a few videos since then as well on my different channels. And um, one of the things that I wanted to bring up to you is that last time we talked, I was really looking forward to to see, not forward with anticipation, but just to see what happened in September last year, because I really believe that would be the beginning of the final seven years, that the Great Tribulation, the final seven years, you can call it um, Daniel's 70th week, that all started in September, and I still believe that. However, I've changed, I've changed in my opinion in one thing. When I discovered something in September last year when I was looking and trying to figure out, okay, why didn't we see a peace plan? Why didn't we see the Antichrist unveiled? Why didn't we see those things happen? And so in my research, what I found out was that the the peace treaty that we're all looking for as Christians, sort of the beginning of the final seven years, will not happen. It's a total deception. And so even though I believe personally that September last year started the final seven years, there won't be a peace treaty, quote-unquote, to begin the final seven years. In my opinion, I think it was La Palma, which was God's show, the palm. It means the palm. It was God's fireworks show that started the final seven years, even though it didn't kill millions of people. Well, luckily, uh, La Palma, to me, was the thing that really opened my eyes and, and made me realize, hey, this is God trying to get our attention to let us know this is the, where the final seven years start. There is no peace treaty. And when I realized that Jesus's own ministry is not three and a half years, but instead is 70 weeks. So the scripture that talks about the peace the peace treaty everyone has interpreted as Daniel 9:27 has been misinterpreted by certain translations of the bible to be talking about the antichrist and the peace treaty when in fact Daniel 9:27 was talking about Jesus Christ himself not the antichrist and his 62 week ministry leading up to the holy week the final week where he's crucified and then from there, there's another seven weeks where he is then raised from the dead and then um, does the whatever he does there in the last few weeks of his ministry here on earth before the ascension. So you have 62 plus 1 is 63 plus 7 is 70. So that's wow. 70 weeks. And, and Daniel 9.27 is actually talking about Jesus Christ and his sacrifice for us, not the Antichrist and the peace treaty. So that's the that's the huge news that I wanted to bring to you because I don't think we've talked about that. Overwhelming. Yeah. So when I realize that, I, I'm still like, okay, if La Palma is the it means the palm, and it started the eruption started on a Sunday, which is just like Palm Sunday. And so if you look at the final Holy Week, the final week of Jesus's life. Where, he's, where he sheds his blood for us, where he is crucified and dies, then his the triumphal entry, which is basically Palm Sunday, is what we call it, the triumphal entry into Jerusalem is the final week of the first 62 that I'm talking about. The first 62 weeks of his ministry goes from his baptism till Palm Sunday, triumphal entry into Jerusalem. And then that final, that next week is the final week of his life. That's the week where he... He dies for us, but 
Daniel 9.27, by some translations of the Bible, has been misinterpreted to be talking about the Antichrist and a peace treaty when it was Jesus and his sacrifice. And and so to me, that was a huge thing. So, so you know, back to La Palma, I don't want to um, get off subject here, but basically that it started on Sunday, September 19th, and that that is a sort of a... Um, uh, foreshadowing, I guess, of the triumphal entry of Jesus coming into Jerusalem on preparing for his final week. And see, if you look at Daniel um, 9.27 and what's talked about as far as Daniel's 70th week, that's the final, 70, uh, the final seven years. I mean, it, Daniel's 70th week is the final seven years of the 490-year judgment of God the Father that he imposed on Israel for its sin. So, in other words, just to sort of backtrack, Israel has paid a 483-year debt so far. There's seven years left in that debt. So 490-year judgment total, there's still seven years left of that. And that, I believe, is what started this last September, September 2021, leading up, leading us up to September 2028, when I personally believe Jesus will return. And we've talked about that at length before. Wow. Okay, let's back up. This is so important, and you did it so rapid fire. I'm so impressed here. Your command of of the events is is admirable. But let's go back. Starting point, La Palma. Let's work our way forward one more time and just kind of lay it out so people can say, okay, I can really get it now. Okay. Yeah, La Palma, which we all know started in September and, and ran through December last year. We were all kind of watching to see what would happen. You know, would the huge chunk of the island slide off into the Atlantic and, and basically cause a tsunami that would wipe out the East Coast? That's what kind of everyone was everyone I know was watching to see what was going to happen. And it kind of like it, it sputtered out after I guess it was in mid-December when it finally stopped. So La Palma, to me, signifies Palm Sunday because it means the palm. And it started, the eruption started on a Sunday, just like Palm Sunday, when Jesus did his triumphal entry into Jerusalem right before he's crucified. So, yeah, so what I'm saying is that Daniel's 70th week, which is the final seven years of the 490-year judgment that God imposed on Israel for its sin, that that final seven years, because we've been on pause for a long time, the 483 years had been paid really up to the point where Jesus is born, and then he does his ministry on earth. And then now we've been 2,000 years since Jesus' ascension. So what I'm saying is that it, that number, that 483 years that Israel has paid for its sin, has been on pause for those 2,000 years, and now that has resumed again. The final seven years that Israel still has to pay for its sin began in September of 2021, and that leads us right up to the time when Jesus returns, which will be September 2028. So I don't know if that makes sense. but that's No, kind of, no, it makes perfect sense. It's just so hard to get your mind wrapped around this. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's just... It is. Uh, and I'm not saying I don't agree with you. I think actually, I think logically, you've really laid it out nicely. But my goodness gracious, here this is. Let me ask you: Is how do you balance what you're saying 
with the notion from the Bible that we don't know the hour or the day of his return. Yeah, that's that's something that we've touched on before, yes. and I, I've addressed that in, in multiple videos. And um, So, no man knows the day or the hour is, is usually the first thing out of a Christian's mouth, which I totally understand. And, you know, I, I do personally think that, you know, it, it was it was a misdirection of sorts to allow the term no man knows the day or the hour to mean to most people that we couldn't possibly know. But instead of no man knows the day or the hour, meaning we can't know, what if it just means it's the name of the Feast of Trumpets? It's the name of the festival. It used to be called no man knows the day or the hour because they didn't know when the Feast of Trumpets would start. They had to go by the sighting of the sliver of the moon uh, in in Jerusalem, right? So it was called no man knows the day or the hour, but it was actually the Feast of Trumpets. So it, there's been a misinterpretation of what no man knows the day or the hour means. It doesn't mean we can't know, in my opinion. It means that's the name of the of the festival, the Feast of Trumpets. So yeah. okay. to answer your question, that to me that, that explains the best way I know how. No, yeah, and I've feast. heard you say this before, but you know, we get new listeners all the time. Yeah, and, yeah. Especially now that we've expanded to podcasts, so people are hearing this for the first time and and I want them to be able to track this because I think they need to know the seriousness of the hour. There's another idea that I want to run by you that we've never fully discussed yet. And it was the notion that uh, when I look at the Bible, I see three world governments. I see what we're going into now and a lot of precursors for what I think is coming next, which is the, um, shall we say, uh, the final days. And then, of course, the third world government will be Jesus when he returns. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you view what's going on now? Is this separate and apart from what we'll see uh, when we get the countdown to Armageddon? Uh, well, Armageddon is a battle. It doesn't mean the end of the world. Armageddon is a battle. Jesus returns for the battle of Armageddon. Armageddon is, is what it's called. And that is that is Jesus's battle his armies the hosts of heaven and and the angel the angelic realm their battle against satan and his crew you know that's the battle of armageddon so as far as the the different world governments go i mean it's yeah it's it's the book of revelation talks about the the beast from the sea and the beast from the land so the beast from the sea in my opinion is the world government it's the um it's the beast system Whereas the beast from the land is probably more referring to the actual Antichrist, the person who will assume that role. Um, now, as far as what you're describing, the there will be a one-world government. I'm convinced, and, and you know the Bible talks about the one-world government, and then the one-world religion, the one-world monetary system, and I think we're on the on the precipice of that now, um, as far as all that being rolled out. So, yeah, is, are, is that kind of answer? Well, yeah, this may put it to you a different way. There are some people that think we're in this first attempt at world government right now, and mm-hmm. that it'll quickly de-evolve into a war that will lead to, a, a, well, the war that'll be stopped, of course, but a reformation, and then, uh, of course, the uh, Antichrist world government. Mm-hmm. Do, do you Are you in agreement oh, like, with that? Like this is a precursor to the final world government, and yes. we're not going to be quite there yet. Well, I'm just looking at, at, at the way things are, are unrolling. Remember, I started this video series back in 
the first video I published was in March of 2019, and I was saying then, watch, for September 2021, you know, again, based on, on the projects that I've worked on, 2028end.com is it was a really good project. It really opened my eyes. And um, working backwards from there, what I did was I took, okay, if Jesus is going to return in September of 2028, let's say that's true, I'm going to apply this to this Revelation timeline that I was already very familiar with. And then I worked backwards from there and then extrapolated the different numbers. To me, it's like there there is no precursor. There will be a world government, and we're on the verge of that now. I don't think there's a precursor to a world government. I don't think that that's supported biblically necessarily. I think there will be an unfolding of the world government. And, you know, that's what Klaus Schwab, that's what the Great Reset's about, the World Economic Forum. They want to bring us a world government. And to me, the one world religion, just to take it a step further, I don't think it's a religion. People talk about Chrislam and all these other things. I don't think so. I think the one world religion is the Green Deal, you know, as far as um, uh, the climate. And they're going to start doing climate lockdowns. You know, the, the whole lockdown things with the lockdowns with COVID had to do with just getting us sort of used to being locked down. What if they start locking us down over the climate and saying, well, you can't drive your car for this day every week or whatever, just to, you know, just further imposing their will on the world. And to me, that world government, even though it will be fairly short-lived, is what we're on the verge of seeing unfold now. Well, I think you're right on the money because um, the purpose of the New Green Deal is to control all energy. Because if you control all energy, you control an industrialized society. You control the people within it. Yeah. And, and I think you're right on the money with that. It, it's just a mechanism for control. I, I'm, I'm wondering, do, I'm, will this be the um, economic political basis for control of the new world order? You know, the Antichrist when he comes to power? I would suspect it would be. Yeah. Yeah, I, I believe so. I believe it would. Yeah, absolutely. And see, so, the, so just to take it a little step further. This is sort of how I'm envisioning things happening, and I would love to be wrong. So if you have any anything you want to in- inject here, feel free to. But the way I'm sort of seeing it play out is I was saying back you know, a year ago when we talked, I, I mentioned Zelensky then and was talking about Ukraine yes. and Russia then. And I think you were too. And, and so it's taken from when we talked, I guess it was probably um, around March or so last year, 2021, until finally February this year when the uh, Russian invasion of Ukraine happened. And um, so it's taken this long for that to unfold, but I do think that that will be a stepping stone to World War III, and eventually we will see some sort of nuclear exchange. Whether it's real or fake, I don't know. Whether it's a false flag, I don't know. My guess is it will be real, and real people will die. Um, And so that will then take us to the Great Reset and the world governments, and they'll say, well, we could never allow this sort of thing to ever happen again. Therefore, we have to institute this world government and take away all your rights, and we have to – we have this digital monetary system all ready to go. We're, we're just going to flip the switch on that. And, oh, it just so happens that if you've been injected with this bioweapon, you can already plug into it. Gee, I wonder how that happened. You know, <laughs> and – you know, and then so that so then you have the the one world government with the one world monetary system, and then the one world religion. If that's related to the climate, that's already part of this global system they're trying to build the whole climate green thing, like we were talking about. So, 
to me, it's sort of that. That's kind of how it would unfold. And then, yeah, the Antichrist, whoever whoever he is, which I've done videos on, who I believe may be that person, um, then he will be some sort of leader in that system. So yeah, exactly. Wow. Um, this is right upon us too. Uh, yeah. If if you were to go with your timeline and look at Ukraine, do you believe Ukraine is the impetus for all of this to unfold? Yeah, it certainly is an excuse. I mean, it, it's been it's been their money laundering system, laundering you know money through the uh, the American system, laundering money through the Ukraine for a long time. Just ask uh, Biden and Obama. I mean, that's really what it was all about. And I think it isn't an impetus for that. It's an excuse. Uh, I don't know that the nuclear exchange that we see when that happens, I don't know that it will be in Ukraine. I guess it could be. Um, but I'm personally expecting it to be New York City and or potentially Damascus because Syria and now, um, you know, Israel is involved. Apparently, they're, they're sending troops now into Ukraine and the whole the whole middle east thing is a tinderbox as you know and it, it, it could go up at any moment too as far as between israel and syria and um we could see damascus become a ruinous heap just like the bible talks about we haven't seen that yet luckily but i mean i guess that's entirely possible and i also think that the um, and i've done videos on this i think that new york city is the babylon the actual babylon the city of babylon in revelation 18 and i know people would disagree with me on that but i've i've done a lot of research and, and um done videos on that and i i think that new york city will probably most likely be hit with something like that it could be tactical it could be uh, more conventional i don't know but i think that that is the you know when it talks about the the bible talks about um the the head wound the mortal head wound i don't think that that's a person i used to think okay that's probably the antichrist and he comes back to life but now i think that that could be one of the heads that gets the mortal wound, I think, is the United States. If you take out New York City, that's the financial hub. That would be a mortal wound to this country. It wouldn't kill everyone in this country, but it could take the country out as far as a financial system goes. So then if you bring in the Great Reset, then all of a sudden this this system, oh, look, we're all back up and running again because of the Great Reset, and we don't now we don't need New York to be the uh, financial hub of, of America anymore. I don't know. That's just... Some thoughts that I've had on that. No, I'm uh, hearing everything you're saying, and um, it parallels to some degree the Deagle Report. Are you familiar with that? Yeah, yeah, we've talked about that before, and yeah. unfortunately, it fits right fits right in there with the timeline 2025, and that's when all their projections supposedly were going to happen. When the population of the U.S. is down to what 80 million or 100 million or something, whatever it was. I think it was. Um, I just wrote this the other day. I think it's sixty-nine million. And at the time yeah. the projections were written, we were at three hundred and sixty. Now with Biden's border policies, who knows what we are mm-hmm. now? But um, it, it, yeah, there was a huge reduction. You know, the UK mm-hmm. suffers a similar reduction, but it's mm-hmm. interesting. China and Russia do not. Yeah. Yeah. They stay the same or, or move up in popula- population. I think yeah. there are certain places our, in the world that move up. And our up. GDP goes to about uh, like 10 or 12% of what it was. Yeah. And yeah. Sa- same with our military. So it, it sounds like a widespread nuclear attack to me. Mm-hmm. And or, it may be. Or EMP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
if they crash the financial system, then it, it's almost the same result. You know, they're they're going to build back better. Which, if you look at the three Bs of build back better, it's looks like a six, a six, and a six in my opinion. But but the but the um, you know build back better, the whole great reset thing will most likely address what you're talking about as far as the the financial implosion on a global scale. So. I don't know if there's going to be nuclear weapons that go off around the country or if it will be limited. I personally think it will be limited, but I just don't know. I mean, we, we can't possibly know all those details. It's, it's, it's the type of thing we can extrapolate and try and guess uh, what's going to happen. But anytime we do that, we're usually wrong. So, you know, it may, be, it may be not as bad as we think, but it could be far worse. We just don't know. What's on your radar coming up here? I mean, what what are you really looking at to say, okay, this serves to support my timeline? Well, I'm watching to see if New York does, in fact, get hit. Um, I had done a posting and made a video uh, or two on what the um, what was uh, apparently was talked about by a diplomat in New York City talking about who Russia's true enemy is. You know who Russia's true enemy is? They, they think that the true enemy of Russia is at Liberty and Maiden. And if you look at Liberty and Maiden in New York City on a Google map, you'll find that that's where the Federal Reserve Bank of New York is located, 44 Maiden Lane in Manhattan. And if you dig a little further, you'll also find out that there is a 90-ton vault door at this bank, five stories down below, um, below street level. And behind that 90-ton vault door is half a million gold bars, which is approximately uh, about a fourth, about 25% of the world's gold bullion. So if that were to get hit with a nuke and totally destroyed and um, basically become unusable, then would not that increase the value of gold throughout the rest of the world, including Putin's gold? Seems like it would. So that's kind of what I'm watching. And, and going back to Revel- Revelation 18, if New York City is indeed the Babylon, the city being spoken about there, that would make a lot of sense to me that they could potentially hit New York City with a nuke with the idea of doing away with that quarter of the world's gold that's stored there under under the street level. That would increase their gold. It goes back to the movie, you know, the, the Bond film, Goldfinger. That's the whole idea of Goldfinger. You remember, um, Goldfinger wow. didn't want to—he didn't want to steal the gold from Fort Knox. He wanted to nuke gold, the gold in Fort Knox so that his gold would increase in value. And to me, that's—I'm kind of watching to see. Okay, is that—is this what Putin's going to do? Because or or whoever, if if nuke if some nuke goes off in New York and destroys the gold supply of the of this country at least, or at least part of it. Would that? I think that would increase his gold supply too. So I don't know. That's just one of the things on my radar you were asking about. Wow, this is uh, spinning towards that direction very quickly. Seems you know, like you made quite an impression on me last year when you were on the show, and like I said, we've picked up a, a whole new audience here, and I think this is uh, something that they need to hear. Um, if we back up, we've already gone into twenty twenty one and the seven years to 2028. When, if you were to look at your timeline, when would you predict that the really bad times will begin? Well, I think, you know, going back to September, I think that that was the start of 
us not really knowing when things are, I mean, things, things could just unfold at a hugely rapid rate at this point. We just don't know. And, and as far as when things will really start, I think we're already there. And so, it, so it's like the, the Bible talks about, you know, a thief in the night. And, and I do think that some of these things will be kind of like a sneak attack in a way. It'll be like it will, it will totally blindside most of the world when some of these things happen, whether it's a nuke going off or whatever it might be. You know, the American public seems to be completely ignorant of what's actually happening in Ukraine and how close we are teetering on the verge of some sort of nuclear event happening. And, you know, I I know you're talking about it and others, but most of the, uh, none of the mainstream media is talking about it, and most of alt media is talking about other things like, you know, important things like what's happening with the vax and, and all of that. That's all important. But as far as, you know, how things play out from here, I think that it's we're in a no man's land situation. I think if it's the final seven years, we could be looking at things like, um, you know, Steve's film Cascadia, something like that playing out. It could be that it could be. Uh, Let's not skip over that because a lot of people will say, what's that? I know what it is, yeah. uh, the the seismic Greater hot earthquake. zone off the coast of Washington State. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the Great Earthquake. That would be, um, you know, the Book of Revelation, Chapter 6, talks about the sixth seal being opened. And with that, it's talking about a Great Earthquake. I mean, to me, that could be Cascadia. That's It's a really good film. If you've not seen it before, I would highly recommend it. Steve Quayle's really good movie. Um, that could be something that plays out. Um, I do think... You know, watching what happens with New York City is is a huge one for me right now because I personally, like I said, believe that that's the the city in Revelation 18. If you were gonna, if if you were looking, if a city was looking for a job, and a job description were filled out, the city of New York is the only city that would meet the job description that's filled out in Revelation 18. If you could re- if you read Revelation 18 and sit and you start checking off the boxes, it's New York, New York, New York, New York. And it's like, to me, that seems like an obvious thing. So if we're indeed in the final seven years and the book of Revelation chapter 18, that hasn't happened yet. So that's something to keep an eye out for, for sure. Have you noticed, too, that the globalist dates for everything, like with Deagle, the, the die off in America is by 2025. And then with their implementation of carbon neutral and all that nonsense, 2030. How, how yeah. does that compare to your timeline? Well, as far as the the depopulation, unfortunately, it fits right in there because um, the timeline, as I present it, shows the final seven years beginning in September 2021 with just before the Antichrist reign, before he would would assume power, essentially, at the halfway point in the final seven years. So for the final three and a half years, he, he he has power basically to do almost anything he wants because he's indwelt with the with the spirit of Satan at that point. Um, so right before that is when the four Euphrates-based demons lead a an army of 200 million strong to kill a third of humanity. And that's, on my timeline, that's happening at precisely right around 2024-25. So to me, that makes a lot of sense, unfortunately, as far as the, Deag- the Deagle report goes and what it talks about as far as depopulation by 2025. I want to do another secular comparison, if that's okay. Um, I see the world lining up, and Ukraine is reflective of this, of uh, gold-backed 
currencies where, like I said, Latin America is going to be going in with Russia to gold back. It's like a you know revival of the BRICS nations on a bigger scale. And then opposite that would be the so-called Western ex-democracies and their digital. And you, so you have these two competing money systems. Did, have you looked at that in, in, in these alliances in terms of potential opponents in a world war? No, not really. Um, just because I'm I'm trying to look at things from a biblical standpoint and, and watch for certain signs. And uh, to me, it's pointing. It, it's it's 100% obvious that we are in the end time. So that's really what I'm focused on. As far as some of those details, it's really hard to know. You know, it's like you can guess, but chances are you're going to guess wrong. So I don't really even try on those kind of things, just because mm-hmm. to me, it it's the world government that that. It's talked about in the Bible, the world government, the one world religion, the one world monetary system. At some point, we're going to see some version of those things. So that's kind of what I'm watching for, I guess, more the big picture. You know, here's another view that gets thrown at me a lot. Oh, Hodges, you're such an alarmist. Yes, we could go into the end days, but if we mind our P's and Q's and have a, a, a reformation, a revival in America, God will push off the end days to a later generation and we won't have to go through it. How would you respond to that uh, viewpoint that I hear? Uh, well, they don't know Scripture very well because it talks about, you know, again, talking about Daniel's 70th week, there is still a debt of of, of what Israel owes God because God has Im- imposed this 490-year judgment on Israel and there's still a debt of seven years. So... If you're saying push it off until an- another set of seven years later on, I think that, that that has already been happening. I think we've already seen that. That's what the, the four years of Trump was, pushing it further and further back. I mean, God knows the beginning. He knows the end from the beginning, right? He's the Alpha and the Omega. So nothing is going to unfold that will surprise God. He knows exactly how things will play out. And, you know, if he wants to put things off, obviously that's god's prerogative he can do anything he wants to do but i do think that there that scripture is written in a way for us to understand the times that we are in and jesus talked about what the end times would look like and they sure look a lot like what we're seeing now so if if that's true then you could say well you must not really believe jesus if you are seeing all these things that he described happen and then you're going to say oh we're not in the end times yeah, I hear so what you're that saying. Doesn't make sense. See, I've told people I think that's wishful thinking based on your fear. Yeah, I think so too. And, and but so okay, knowing that that's probably the case, and I would agree with that view. What would you advise these people that they should be doing rather than engaging in fantasy wishing? Well, first and foremost, the the only real answer here is Jesus. So to to give your life to Jesus to make. Make sure that you are right with God, first and foremost, and then all of the other things, like all the little details as far as having gold and having people around you who will support your, you know, staying out of the beast system and so forth. All that stuff will all, it will be God's will, and it will all unfold in a way that will be perfect for whatever it is you need. Like, he will not leave you stranded. So to me, the first thing is to get right with God. Is there anything to indicate how the Lord will allow people the ability to stay outside the beast system? Uh, well, you know, it's talking about in, in the Bible. It's, it, it mentions how 
we will do greater things than he. Mm-hmm. Yes, like maybe when he walked that, on water and yeah. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Maybe that doesn't mean us literally walking on water. Maybe it just means that we will be able to, um, in those times, if if it if it comes down to it, and we need to make sure that people coming to knock on our door, if they are coming to knock on our door to give us an injection or something, that the people doing the knocking happen to walk by your door and just ignore it. And then somehow, you know, you're, you're dis- you disappear in a way that you're not seen by the authorities. Maybe it's, maybe it's those types of things where, you know, you look at it as a human and think, oh, that's a coincidence. They forgot to knock on my door, so I'm okay. Um, and, but instead, it was just, you know, us doing greater things, meaning that we're calling on God and asking for God to intervene on our behalf. And he changes the way things happen, the way they un- unfold in a way that helps us to be able to stay alive or to do whatever, what we need, whatever we need to do to persevere. You see, Doug, that makes a lot of sense to me, because um, when, when Jesus turned water into wine, we walk on water, and he said something like, um, this I do, this you can do more than I. Sorry, yeah. messing up the words here, but you know my meaning here. But um, Yep. I think this fits perfectly into what you're saying. So there's almost a divine protection that will come over his flock. Exactly. And this well put. Is, yeah, I think that's exactly what it, what it would be. Yeah, you know, I and we're we're only going to live as long as we are destined to live. Whenever God is, whenever we are done with our life, then we will have to lay it down. Whenever that is, but only God knows. Whenever that is. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think divine protection is what we should certainly be asking for in these times, because we are in some uncharted territory for sure. You know, a lot of people will say to me, and I'm not sure how to ever answer that without sounding terribly arrogant, but Dave, you seem to be left alone by the powers that be, knock on wood, right? But, um, <laughs> And to some degree, I have to agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just, I, I think that it's a message to me that I need to keep on doing what I'm doing. And this is why I have what might amount to some protection. Some people have used that to accuse me of being a collaborator with the globalists and so forth. And I'll tell you, if that's the case, they're not paying me well enough. Um, Yeah, no kidding. Well, um, controlled opposition, that's their favorite word. Well, we do have them. Listen, I'm not going to say it here, but there are 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 people that uh, some household names that I think fit that bill. Yeah, I don't Um, disagree. I'm just but telling you, funny, I, I, it gets thrown around a lot, is what I'm saying. Exactly. Well, we got about a minute left, and I wanted to leave this time for you to tell people how to follow your good work because this has been fascinating. I wanted to do an update, and you exceeded my expectations. So, tell people how they can follow you to find out more. Well, thanks. Well, um, if you're interested in my series, take it to the Lord in prayer. That's the website. Take it to the Lord in prayer dot com. That takes you to my YouTube channel, which still exists. I haven't gotten banned completely off of YouTube. Um, but I do have other platforms. I'm on other platforms. Rumble, BitChute, Brighteon, um, those other really good video platforms like that. And I, just look me up at Diamond Disc, and it's D-I-A-M-O-N-D, Diamond, and then I-S-C at the end. That's my business name, my company name. Okay. So Diamond Disc is where I'm at on Rumble, BitChute, and Brighteon. And um, back on the 1st of November last year, I started doing a live Diamond Report news podcast about once a week or every 7 to 10 days usually. And so I'm doing a live broadcast um, several times a month now as well and talking about what's happening currently in the news and how that might apply to these videos that I've made as far as 
the Revelation timeline unfolding. Okay. And how do people find that? Because we're out of time. Uh, that's on the same the same channels, Rumble, BitChute, and Brighton. Okay, okay. so you play that's your platform. Yep. All right, well, Doug, you've really done just a wonderful job, and I want to thank you. And let's hope we've had some people question the world and say, I need to find out more about